Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Acting better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Ryan Clark in a couple of minutes on the Shell Pinsoil Performance Line. Busy, busy day. Tom Brady, LeBron James, huge names in the news. We'll get to all of that. But a quick update on the dog. Let me bring Ryan Clark into the conversation. He'll appreciate this. RC, I know we're going to talk about Tom Brady. I know we're going to talk about Nick Foles. I know we're going to talk about all the different things going on around the NFL. But I'm not sure if you're aware of the dog issue that I have going on in the house right now and see if you can help me. So <laughs> through a variety of circumstances, I'm home doing the show from, from the downstairs, in my, the basement of my house. And we have all this equipment that ESPN put in here. So I'm, I'm not allowed to let the dog in here because there's a lot of very expensive equipment that she could, in theory, destroy. So we have the little childproof gate that we found in the attic that we set up right outside this room so she can't get in from back when the kids were little. You know how big my kids are now. So they're old, but they're sitting there and it's working. But so Phoebe has been home alone literally entire day and i came in i basically had to run in and come right downstairs and start doing the show so she has for most of the day just been positioned right outside this gate staring at me longingly and sadly and by herself and it is killing me and i don't know what to do about it and i'm asking you ryan clark for some help well what you're going to do greeny is you're going to sit here you're going to do this show and you're going to be the great host that you are and phoebe's just going to have to suck it up I know you were looking for some long, drawn-out way that I could make you feel better about it, but I can't. Yeah. Because we, we need you to do the show. We <laughs> also need Phoebe to be okay. So what's going to happen <laughs> is we're going to first do the show, and then afterwards, Phoebe's going to be okay, Greeny. She knows know. that you love her. Stace loves her. It's a dog that I'm sure is cared for and pampered in the same way that her father, Greeny, is. So I think she can sit out there and wait for a little second. That's probably true. But here, what I'm laughing about is that RC and I have now known each other a long time. And there are no two more different people in the entire world than Ryan Clark and me. And here is the perfect (laughs) illustration. Your approach to this is leave the dog there. She'll be fine. Mine is that during the first commercial break of the show, Ryan, I swear to God, I went out with my phone and I FaceTimed Stace and I tried to put Phoebe on the phone with Stace to try and keep her <laughs> occupied while I was doing the show. I tried. Stace tweeted a picture of it because people don't believe that I did that. On Twitter, at Stacey GSG, she's oh got the picture up there. Goodness, I FaceTimed my wife and tried to leave her and the dog on the phone so that I wouldn't feel bad while I'm doing this. That is the difference between the two of us. Well, Greeny, that just means you're a much nicer human than I am, and I think everybody already knows that. There's no wrong in that. But the reason you have friends like me, Greeny, is so you don't let Phoebe in or you don't spend too much time in a commercial break trying to get Phoebe on a Zoom call with your wife in order for you Mm -hmm. to finish the show. It was FaceTime, but yeah, close, pretty close. Okay, Ryan Clark with us here on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Okay. The question of the day here on this show, Ryan, was do we react differently to Tom Brady when he makes the big mistake that he did last night? I don't care what they say. I don't in any way believe he knew it was fourth down when he threw that last pass against the Bears. Do we react differently when it's him than we would with anybody else? And you were very strong in your opinion on this this morning. For those who didn't see Get Up, we'd love to hear it. Absolutely. I I think that, well... Um, I hope I'm answering this question fairly and correctly in the way you asked it. 
Um, one, I believe that people do react differently to Tom Brady. Two, I believe that we should, but not in the sense that we don't give him all the hell that he deserves for making a mistake like this. Now, this won't be an indictment on Tom Brady's career. I don't think he should be benched because of this. But this is, we would use words like bonehead mistake. We would use words like unacceptable. We would say things like not prepared. If we were talking about other players, we would say things like this guy wasn't tuned in to the moment, right? We would Mm -hmm. totally attack his attention to detail if it wasn't Tom Brady, if it were a lesser quarterback. So what I'm saying is we can attack those things about this moment because he wasn't prepared, because he didn't anticipate what was going on, because he wasn't locked in to the moment. It is unacceptable. It is a bonehead mistake. And we can say those things and then also still know that he's had the greatest quarterback career of all time. Because that's what happened. Greeny, Tom Brady was brought there for these moments. They understood that this offense could move the ball under Jameis Winston. What this offense and this team couldn't do was win under Jameis Winston. That's the only reason Tom Brady is there. For this situational football moment, for him to be that coach on the field that understands everything that's going on, gets everyone lined up and ready to play, and has them in position to win the game and then makes the plays to win it. He didn't do that. And I didn't get an opportunity to uh, have a rebuttal or reply to Bart this morning when he began to go hard on the coaching staff of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in comparison to the New England Patriots. And I couldn't do that because at the time, Rob Nikovich was making sure that he could go to uh, Martha's Vineyard, uh, to Nantucket, making sure the Kentucky Derby boys trip would still be on once COVID is over. So he was doing all those things, and I got preoccupied with that. But let's think about Monday night with the Kansas City Chiefs. On Monday night, Brian Hoyer has an opportunity to either make a play in the end zone or throw it out of bounds to get a field goal. What does he do? He holds the ball, gets a sack, they don't get an opportunity for a field goal. That's still the same Bill Belichick. That's still the same Josh McDaniels, but that mistake is made. There's also an opportunity in the game for Bill Belichick to throw the challenge flag because Patrick Mahomes clearly fumbles. It's a clear recovery by the New England Patriots. He doesn't throw it because he's so mad that they blew the whistle and he doesn't understand what's going on. So all coaching staffs make mistakes. Let's not just blame the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You blame Tom Brady because he was supposed to be able to overcome those mistakes, Greeny, and to have you know, the, the Mark Sanchez's and the Rob Minkovich and even the Bart Scotts. I would expect a former Raven and a former Jet to be on my side. <laughs> and I was alone, Greeny. I was by myself <laughs> on this ledge of Tom Brady honesty and unbiased opinion, and y'all left me there. But it's okay because I don't mind being by myself. You know, there was a couple of times I was left by myself in the middle of the field with Wes Welker, and I turned out okay. (laughs) And so what I say to this is, absolutely, we should look at it differently because Tom Brady shouldn't be bitched, but we should really – we have to hold him accountable for what this mistake cost him and maybe even this team when we look at playoff rankings down the line. Ryan Clark is with me on ESPN Radio. You came out a lot better for those confrontations than Wes Welker did, that's for sure. Uh, I'm talking specifically about those plays, and anyone who's ever seen what you did to Wes Welker on one of those plays knows exactly what I mean. Okay, 
Having said that, let's talk about the two teams that played last night. Let's start with the Bucs. Um, you know, they looked like they were rolling in, in that second half against the Chargers when Brady throws the five touchdowns and you think, OK, here comes Tampa. And then four days later, they stub their toe in a road game with a lot of guys banged up. How big a deal should we make about the Bucks and the way they didn't look last night? Um, I think it, I think it's a, a big deal, but it's not the, the tale of the season. You know, we've seen very good teams at times. Struggle. You can go back to, you know, last year early on around this time with the Kansas City Chiefs, right around the time Pat gets hurt or right before. And so, you know, we've seen some of those things, and those things can be fixed. I think what last night was truly about is the way to get to Tom Brady, the way to beat Tom Brady. This team was able to rush for, get pressure on Tom, and hit him. Anytime, and, and Tom is human. You know, Rob Nikovich said that many times this morning, but the way Khalil Mack attacked him, the way that the secondary players of the Chicago Bears were physical with the wide receivers of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a real thing. That's the way that you beat this team. When you have corners like Jalen Johnson and Kyle Fuller who can play man-to-man in a front that can rush this team. I think that also, at least to me, Greeny, played a part in Tom Brady's late-game mistakes. He was mm-hmm. rattled. He, he, was, he was frazzled. And I think that's important because as players get old, I remember – watching Eli decline. And, you know, Eli was never necessarily that athletic, that mobile. I didn't think he had the strongest arm, but what he was was extremely tough. And, you know, Eli was always there. He was always healthy, and he always made sure he stood in the pocket and made plays. As he got older, he began to turn away from those hits and throw the ball, you know, while spinning to protect himself. That happens to all of these quarterbacks. And I think we saw last night a little bit of that physicality, a little bit of the undisciplinary uh, undisciplined play by the front got to Tom Brady and he was rattled and he didn't play as well. And the ball was one on the mark. And so I think teams are going to look at that template of the Chicago bears last night and try to apply that in playing Tampa Bay going down the road. And now you also have to look at the Chicago bears, even if you don't feel they're a playoff caliber team with seven teams making it greeny, if they win four or five more games, which I mean, five or six more games, which is very possible and probable. This is a playoff team. Yeah, so let's turn our attention to that. Greeny and Ryan Clark with you on ESPN Radio. He is on the Shell Penzoil Performance Line, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. Uh, even the Bears fans I know, I, I, and I, you know, you know all the people I know from Chicago, they're not buying into this team. Usually you say that a team you don't think they're for real, and at least their hometown fans yell at you. The Bear fans I know aren't <laughs> buying into the Bears right now. But I guess I would, you know, Bill Parcells famously said, you are what your record says you are. They're four and one. They've beaten the teams in front of them. They figure to get better as Foles plays a little more. The defense looked better last night. How good could they become? You know, it's, it's a strange thing. Um, you, look at the, you look at the defense. Uh, they're not very good against the run, but they can rush the passer. And I believe this secondary is extremely talented and underrated. And, and so now you look throughout the NFC and you try to figure out who they can't play with. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, Green Bay wins the NFC North. The Bears become a wild card team. And I believe it'll be a tough out because the one thing we have seen with Nick Foles is the ability to elevate his play in the playoffs while in Philadelphia and elevate his play when things matter most. Go back to last night. It came down to a situation late in that game, Greeny, of will Nick Foles make plays for his team or will Tom Brady make them for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? 
And Nick Foles was the more clutch quarterback during those periods. And that's why he's now the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. And so if they continue to grow offensively, uh, Daryl Mooney, the young rookie from Tulane, is a very good player. Montgomery has to step up the run game a little bit. But Allen Robinson is a guy they see as a number one wide receiver. And Jimmy Graham has now turned back into a red zone, a huge red zone threat. This team could be tough to beat, especially if this defense can start figuring out a way to be a little bit better against the run. This could be the Chicago Bears we saw about two years ago instead of the team we saw last year that couldn't play with having Mitchell Trubisky at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Greeny, RC, presented by Progressive Insurance. Quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quote and buy all online at Progressive.com. All right, one more thing, uh, Ryan, before I let you go. So today we were talking about the game between the Giants and the Cowboys and, and mostly focusing on the Cowboys' side of it because the Cowboys have been such a, a heavily talked about train wreck and the idea that they might use, lose to the Giants, who we generally think are terrible, um, struck a lot of people as remarkable. And I said to you, I'm in this fan, all right? And you know all the people I'm in it with. I'm in there with Marcus Spears and Sage Steele and Field Yates and all of these people are in this IBM Fantasy League. And my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. And obviously he's playing great. So I got no issues. But he's on a bye this week. So my backup quarterback, <laughs> my backup quarterback is Sam Darnold. Darnold is hurt. He's not playing this week. So I had to go to the waiver wire. And I told you, because he's playing the terrible Dallas defense who give up 400 yards every week, I picked up Danny Dimes. I got Daniel Jones. And the look on your face on TV this morning when I said that gave me extraordinary pause. So do you not like that? Do you not think the Giants, as limited as they are offensively, will do anything against that terrible if it's the movable object against the resistible force what do you expect from that matchup on sunday <laughs> you know that was good you know i agree i think this is a bad week i think had this not happened when demarcus lawrence had to call his own team soft or when yeah. xavier woods said the most uh unforgivable thing you could ever say as an nfl defensive player you'd be okay but now this defense is not only challenged by its shortcomings, it's challenged by its leaders. And so I think they'll actually play decent. The other piece of it is the Giants are just so bad, bro. Like, just – it's and they play hard. Like, you go watch them last week against the Rams. Joe Judge has this team competing. But they're competing at such a low level because of the talent on that team. And so maybe, maybe Greeny, if, if two touchdowns and some good yards are what you need, I think that's the, that, that will be the ceiling for Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. What you have to hope well, is, though, with Alden Smith yeah. rushing, he doesn't fumble the ball three times. So that brings me to my final question. I'm looking here at the available quarterbacks. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can pick up Gardner Minshew against Houston. Teddy Bridgewater at Atlanta, Justin Herbert, who is now the starter at New Orleans, which is Monday night, or stay with Danny Dimes. Which one of those do you like? Minshew, Bridgewater, Herbert, or or Jones? I, I go Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. I consider I it done. In the next commercial break, I will do that. I, feel, I hope Phil Yates isn't listening so he doesn't somehow block this from me. He's Ryan Clark. I will see you Monday, my friend, as always. Thank you. Have a great weekend. 
My man, see you Monday morning. He's the best. Ryan Clark with me. Thank you so much. You need the best coverage, not just in football, but your wireless network, too. You know that. And Straight Talk Wireless gives you the same networks as big carriers for up to half the cost. 45 bucks a month for 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Uh, we have so much still to come in this hour. A lot of things to do with basketball. We haven't gotten to the baseball hardly at all. I will pick some of these football games for you this weekend so you can get rich picking against me. But I did want to set aside just a moment today to tell you a story of something that happened to me on Wednesday, because I told the staff, I told Nuno and Bubba, and they really liked this story. So I thought I would tell it to you. So yesterday, I I mentioned to you that I'd gone to the Apple store and bought a new phone Wednesday, and that put me in a very good mood. You know that feeling when you buy something and you're excited about it, no matter what it is, whether it's a good sandwich, or it's a new iPhone. It's just an exciting moment. So I was feeling excited and I am walking back to my apartment and there is a sushi restaurant. I stopped for dinner. There's a sushi restaurant on seventh Avenue that I like, and and I like to sit outside. You you know, we only are sitting outside right now. So we sit outside and, but it's just me. So I'm sitting there and I'm playing with my new phone and I'm all excited and I'm waiting for my food to come. And I'm very happy. I'm sitting out. So I'm basically sitting just on the street. I'm on the sidewalk. And I've got, I'm in a very good mood and a car pulls up to the light right in front of me. I'm just on the corner of seventh Avenue and 21st street and a car pulls up and I'm very bad at estimating distances, but the guy sitting, driving this car cannot possibly be more than 20 feet from me. I I, I could have easily, you know, underhand tossed him a tennis ball if I had one. And if there were any reason for me to do that, that's how close to me he is. And his window is down and he's listening somewhat loudly to the song Piano Man by Billy Joel. I have, I like Billy Joel very much. And I think I have to believe that even people who aren't fans of Billy Joel know every word to that song, right? That's if there is a song that everyone basically on the planet knows the words to it's Piano Man. So I sort of glance up, I realize that, where's this music coming from? Oh, it's coming from this car sitting in front of me. I'm really not focused on what's happening because I'm very paying attention to my phone. And so I don't even realize that I start singing along out loud with the song. I sing, Paul is a real estate novelist who's never had time for a wife. And he's talking with Davey, who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life. So it's on. And you can't not sing that song when it's on. So I'm sitting at a table on a sidewalk in Manhattan. It's raining, by the way, which is in a, has nothing to do with it, but I'm trying to paint the picture. So there's rain. I'm singing the song, and all of a sudden, I hear another voice. And I look up, and the guy driving the car is also singing the song. So we are looking at each other. We lock eyes, and for a moment, we did a duet. We actually sang it together. We looked at each other and sang with great feeling, Bill, I believe this is killing me as the smile ran away from his face. I'm sure that I could be a movie star if I could get out of this place. I would sing it, but I sing so badly that it would ruin any enjoyment you are hopefully getting from the telling of the story. But he and I are now singing a duet, staring right at each other, up to the point that he doesn't start driving again until people start honking behind him because the light turns green, but he's focused on me because we're singing the song together. And now they start honking, which completely destroys the mood, and he drives away. 
And I went back to playing with my phone. But I will tell you that that is a great moment. Life is a series of thousands of wonderful little moments. And one of them I never knew you could have is to sing a duet with a stranger while sitting in the street in the middle of a pandemic. But somehow in that little moment, it felt like a big deal to me. It wasn't just a crazy little thing that happened. It was like a little moment of total sanity and clarity in the middle of a year that has been totally insane and totally unclear. And he drove away, and I have no idea who he was. I didn't write down his license plate or anything like that. I, I'm sure I'll never see him again. But if he's listening, if you're listening right now, just know I really enjoyed that, and I hope you did too. Anyway, that's my story. I sang Piano Man with a stranger the other day in the middle of a rainstorm in the middle of a pandemic on 7th Avenue in Manhattan. Coming up next, I'm going to say the last thing in the world you were expecting me to say about LeBron James. Greeny, the podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/Greenberg and use code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/Greenberg, code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply greeny with you i hope you like that story i'm presented by progressive insurance i'm just sitting here candidly enjoying watching some of the reaction fly in on twitter anytime i we have any kind of conversation here. I'll take phone calls every day that we do this show because I really enjoy that. That's one of the primary reasons I wanted to come back on the radio is to be able to have a chance to talk with you again instead of at you as we tend to do on TV. Um, and so I always look at hashtag Greeny. If you just hashtag Greeny with a Y, I'll see what you post. And for those of you just joining us here half past the hour, I, I just quickly told the story of how the other night I was sitting having dinner by myself on a sidewalk restaurant um, in the city and a guy pulls up at the light in front of me and he's, he's got the song piano man playing. And before I knew it, he and I started singing it together and it was just a very nice little moment. And I can't put my finger on why 
I, I, it, it mattered to me, but as I'm watching people react to it here, I can tell that you got it. So that makes me feel great. So I'm just delighted and thrilled to be back here with you as we head into a weekend. What a weekend. Uh, tonight, you get a winner-take-all Game 5 Yankees-Rays. Tonight, you get Game 5 of the NBA Finals with LeBron James, a chance to win his fourth championship. You have a whole crazy weekend of college football and pro football. Uh, it's just a, it is a, as a sports fan, a wonderful oasis in the midst of this pandemic, which is, of course, at times so trying and so frightening. It's such a combination of frightening and frustrating and uh, everything else that it can be. So every now and again... To sing a song with a stranger <laughs> is sort of a nice thing to be able to do. Okay, it is time for me now to say the last thing in the world you were expecting anyone to say today about LeBron James, and that is this. What is at stake for LeBron tonight, legacy-wise? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Which is to say, LeBron James is already on my Mount Rushmore of basketball, and the only thing left for him to do in his career as far as legacy, is to surpass Michael Jordan. He doesn't do that with a championship tonight, and he is already where tonight's title will put him. So in my view, this isn't a step up. He only has one more step. He's on the Mount Rushmore because he is, in my opinion, the second greatest player ever. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. My Mount Rushmore is as follows. Michael Jordan, greatest player ever. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, most uh, accomplished player ever. Bill Russell, greatest winner ever. And then that fourth spot now goes to LeBron. LeBron maintains that spot with a championship tonight, but he does not surpass Jordan as the greatest of all time. One more, we'll have to start having a conversation. Tonight is about LeBron. It's about the Lakers. It's about 17 for them. It is about um, winning a championship in a bubble, which I think will be one of the most special, certainly unique, and I think special championships that any team has ever won in the sport. But I'll tell you something else. Now, I'm all for the Lakers wearing the Mamba jerseys. They're wearing the Kobe jerseys. They were supposed to wear them in Game 7. They made a decision to wear them tonight because they have a chance to win, and if they do, they won't be a Game 7. I get it. Vanessa has given her blessing. She likes that they're doing it. She loves that they're doing it. And anything that honors Kobe Bryant, let me make it clear, I am all in favor of. I loved Kobe. But if you're the Miami Heat, if you're Jimmy Butler, you don't think you're getting your group together today, you're Pat Riley, you don't think that he's getting that group together and saying, look, guys, they've already beaten us in their minds. They're wearing their championship clothes. They changed their gear tonight because they're no, they know they're winning it all tonight. They know there isn't going to be a game seven. They know they're beating you guys tonight, and that's why they have to wear these jerseys. Oh, if Pat Riley needed something to get his guys ready to go, he just got it. If Jimmy Butler needed something to get him go, he got it. I told you already all week long, I believe the Heat are going to win tonight. I do. I think the Heat will win tonight. I think the Lakers will win this in six. That was my pick before the series began, and it remains my pick now. Lakers in six, they will win this Sunday. I do not believe they will win it tonight. We will see. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. I'll give you some football picks coming up in a few minutes. But I went down a little rabbit hole today, and I found it fascinating. And so I wanted to share with you some of what I found, and I thought you might find this interesting too. If you're a fan of sports history, as I am, and I would guess you are. If you're listening to this show, you probably are. 
Um, Tyler, uh, what's his name? Tyler Glasnow is going to pitch tonight for Tampa on two days rest against Garrett Cole is pitching on three days rest. Rays, Yankees, American League DS on the line. Winner goes on and plays Houston starting Monday. And obviously the storylines are delicious if it's Yankees, Astros again. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Glasnow's got a shot to do something tonight on two days rest that could become the stuff of legend. The legend is Sandy Koufax pitching on two days rest in the 65 World Series, something of which I have read all of my life. But I'm not old enough to remember. It happened 45 years ago next week. Excuse me, 55 years ago next week. So I'm not old enough to have seen it. So I Googled it today uh, in the time between the TV show and now because I, I just was interested in seeing it. And if you just every now and again look at what Sandy Koufax was at his best and it is ridiculous. I know you know this, but it's still fun quickly to read it. With this kid going on two days rest, I just am reading you this story. October 14th, 1965. Dodgers manager Walter Alston had this decision to make concerning his Game 7 starter in the World Series. Use Sandy Koufax on two days rest or Don Drysdale on three days rest. Alston chose Koufax and the left-hander didn't let him or the Dodgers down. Koufax had blanked Minnesota on four hits in Game 5. He did it again. He allowed three hits and struck out 10 to win 2-0 as the Dodgers became world champions. He walked three, two in the first inning, then found his groove and cruised to a win. Then I started looking at some of the numbers. Despite an arthritic left elbow in that year, Sandy Koufax struck out 411 batters in 361 innings. He went 28-9 and that year, including the World Series. He struck out... Wait, hold on. Let me find the other note that I wanted to find here about that season. Koufax... Oh, this isn't just about that season, but his World Series numbers. I know you know this, but some of you may not. Koufax, do you know what his ERA was in the World Series? He pitched eight World Series games. His ERA, this is something that I knew, but it was somewhere in the back of my mind so that when I read it again today, it seemed like something exciting and new. His ERA in eight World Series starts was 0.95. His final record in those games was 4-3 and three because of a lack of offensive support. He struck out 61, walked 11, allowed just 36 hits in 57 innings was named the MVP of the World Series twice, 1963 and 1965. But 65 is the one in which he pitched that game seven on two days rest. And think about how great he was that the manager has the choice of going to Drysdale, who himself was one of the great pitchers of his era, on three days rest, and he chooses Sandy on two. So that's what you have tonight. You got Sandy Koufax. You got Glasnow trying to do his best imitation. And you got Garrett Cole. Tonight is the reason that the Yankees gave Garrett Cole $320 million. Does that put more pressure on him? I guess. You want, the, you want to get the ball in this game, there's going to be pressure no matter what. But this is why they brought him to New York. This is what you pay for. Is get to a game five in a best of five, three days rest, season on the line, hand him the ball. Go get him sometime later. We'll see how long these guys are able to go. I asked Jessica Mendoza this morning on Get Up 
how much can you expect from Glass Night tonight on two days rest? She said somewhere between 60 and 70 pitches. So how far into the game does that, how deep into the game does that get you? How early we get to the pen should be a good night. Really good night of baseball. Really good night for the basketball. Great football weekend. Tons to get to. Hey, would you like a chance to win $10,000 plus a virtual meet and greet with the Dan Lebetard Show gang? If you want that, you can do this. Text Lebetard to 77333. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts. Limit one entry per day. See AdvanceAutoParts.com for details. I'll pick you some winners coming up next. Hashtag KOD. I am Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers, thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Glad that you're with me here. Greeny on ESPN Radio. A few more minutes. Going to pick some football games for you here looking ahead to a weekend. Again, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. The, the latest team to be impacted directly by the coronavirus circumstances, the Jets. They had a player test positive today. They've sent coaches and players home. As of now, their game with Arizona Sunday 1 Eastern at MetLife Stadium is still on. They're, do, they're testing that player again because of the proximity of the testing facility in New Jersey. They'll get that result back today. Even if it does remain positive, it's not a false positive. That still doesn't necessarily mean the game won't be played. Maybe it'll be played Sunday at 1. Maybe it gets moved to Monday as the Patriots have been. I suppose maybe it gets moved to Tuesday as the Bills and Titans have been. It's Pro Football 2020, and we just have to get used to all of this. Anyway, I'll make those picks, but I'm just enjoying reading some of the reaction again. You can always tweet me using the hashtag Greeny, hashtag Greeny with a Y. Corey Hamill tweets a story. I told my story about singing Piano Man with a stranger the other day, and he tweets me, I can relate. I was belting out Stand by R.E.M. while waiting for a grocery pickup only to get interrupted by a text saying, what are you jamming to over there? Busted by my friend parked next to me for bad car karaoke. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. It reminds me of a story I told years and years ago on the old show 
What was the name of that song where the guy goes, I want to hug you like Michael, I want to kiss you like Prince or whatever that was, and I accidentally sang it aloud. There was no music playing anywhere. It just was stuck in my head, and I sort of just said the words out loud while waiting to pay in a coffee shop. And there was a woman standing right in front of me who thought I just said to her, I want to squeeze you like Michael, I want to kiss you like Prince, or whatever the words were. And she was quite put off by it, and I guess in retrospect, I, I, don't, I don't blame her. And then one more that I'll read you here, just because I like it. Adrian Krauss tweeted at me, I sang Piano Man with a stranger the other day in the middle of a rainstorm in the middle of a pandemic on 7th Avenue in Manhattan. May be the most Billy Joel thing you've ever said, Greeny, well-crafted. I didn't mean it to come out that way, but if that's how it sounded, I consider it an honor. All right, let me pick you some of these games here as I can. Hashtag KOD. Make sure you go the other way because I am legendarily always wrong. It starts with Eagles-Steelers. Steelers are giving seven points at home. Steelers are well-rested, not for good reasons. Their game last week, as you well know, didn't get a chance to be played. The Steeler defense is a huge step up in class. The Eagles are not good, and they're going to show it to you the next two weeks. They play Pittsburgh and Baltimore the next two weeks. They will no longer be in first place in the NFC East. By the time that stretch is over, I will take the Steelers, and I will give the seven points. Colts-Browns is a very interesting and important game. And I think the real question of the day is, are you buying into the Browns? I asked that to Rob Ninkovich this morning on Get Up, and his definitive answer was no. He told me he thinks the Browns are a mirage based on opponent. They've beaten in this little stretch Cincinnati, Washington, and Dallas. This is a step up in class against a much better defense of the Colts. This is a pick'em game is the line I'm looking at here. I like Cleveland at home. I disagree with Ninko. I believe that the Browns are for real. For real doesn't mean Super Bowl caliber, but I think they're a good team. And I buy into what they're doing offensively more than I do what India is doing offensively. I've said it over and over again. The Colts have a Super Bowl roster with the exception of the most important position. I believe they got it wrong on the quarterback. There were other options out there this offseason, and I think they took my personal... I hope I'm wrong because I love Phillip Rivers and I'd love to see him get a championship, but I just think that that time has come and gone. And he's... Phillip Rivers at his best is better than Baker Mayfield, I think, will ever be. But I think Mayfield finally as a coach who's figuring out how to use him effectively, they can run it. They figure out a way to use Odell. I like the Browns in that game. Giants-Cowboys... Cowboys are a six and a half point favorite is what I'm looking at here. I find it almost impossible to believe the Cowboys don't win that game. The question is, do they cover? If the Cowboys lose this game, then all bets are off. All bets are off immediately if they lose this game. It's one thing to lose to Seattle. It's another thing entirely to lose to the Giants this week. The question is, do the Giants play them within six and a half? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say take Dallas and give the points. One more Sunday night is Vikings-Seahawks, a game that before the season started, when they scheduled it for the Sunday night, you thought to yourself, that's one of the huge games of the year because the Vikings were supposed to be something they haven't been to this point. I haven't given up on Minnesota. I still think Minnesota's pretty good. They're getting seven points at Seattle. To me, that's too many. Dalvin runs it. I'm not sure they find a way to win, but I think they cover that number. 
This has been a really fun week. I hope you've enjoyed it. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.